What is up, everyone? It is your boy, The Tank. It's Wednesday at noon, and I am here to talk to you about college and NFL football for the next hour on Weagle 91.1 FM. Let's not waste any time and get on with the show. Welcome back to Tank Talks Football. Uh, you might be a little confused by the uh, the intro. But, uh, we're going, moving it to Thursdays at 1 instead of the usual Wednesdays at noon. I am joined. I have a loaded room today. I'm not used to all this. I have Mr. Harrison Tart on my right. Good afternoon. I have Zach Card over here. How's it going? 1 o'clock. And then I have Colin Bazedorf right in front of me. How's it going? Already butchered the last name. Let's oh, get yeah. after it. Which name did I mess up? Collins. Byersdorf. Byersdorf. You were close, though. Not nearly as bad as when I butchered yours. Oh, I don't know how you messed up a five-letter name. How do yeah. You, how do you say clock? Clack. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, I just told Colin to hop on. I didn't think he would care. So. I do not care whatsoever. This your first time on, on live radio, Colin? Yeah, it is. Zach, your first time? Yeah, me too. Oh, mine too. Let's figure this out. <laughs> All right, let's, we'll, we'll get after it. It's a little rusty going on because uh, we had a few technical difficulties going on, but... What was I don't remember the last thing I talked about. I think it was the co- coaching carousel in college football. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of changed. Yeah, everything went crazy over the this offseason so far. I'm going to talk about the transfer portal a little bit. Derek Mason type beat. Derek Mason, of course, has already left for Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to just talk about my top five games of the year because I'm game. Really Let's get after it. So I'm going to go from five to one. Five, I have Bedlam. Uh, I, of course, this is uh. Gundy's first win against Oklahoma in how long? I'm not too – it's been about, what, since 24 20, – yeah, nine, nine years. Uh, four, I have A&M Bama, strictly because Bama lost in the upset. Uh, three, Kansas-Texas, uh, known for the walk-on tight end, Jared Casey getting the two-point conversion to win that game, who, of course, is had his own Applebee's commercial. Which is electric, by the way. <laughs> that, did you all see the commercial? That commercial was so funny. So good. It ended with him. You always got to go for two. <laughs> uh, Give me the two for 20. <laughs> At two, I have the Trash Bowl, Ole Miss, Tennessee. Trickless is the last. That game, game rocked. Oh, that was a good game, yeah. The last, like, five minutes of that game. Trash Bowl, Madness. I prefer four. Golf ball ball. You know what I'm saying? Just, just yell four. Everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. The mustard the Mustard Bowl. Mustard Bowl. <laughs> All in on that one. That is the header for TNT in the morning, by the way. Oh, I Twitter. saw that. It was so funny. I went to y'all's Twitter page. I noticed that. And I was like. Oh, you're giving so us funny. engagements. That's nice. Uh, I'll block y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one, I'm going to be a little biased Auburn fan here. I got the Iron Bowl at one. That game rocked, man. Yeah, I think that was just the best game of the year, yeah. even not as an Auburn fan. I, I contemplated putting the nine overtime Illinois Penn State game on here. That honorable mention for sure. Yeah, that game rocked, dude. At one point, you I feel like we were all just kind of like, can this game just end, please? I don't think I was ever there. Was it not? I was in a household of Penn State fans when that game was happening. And this is coming from a guy. I like the new overtime rules. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I think they're fun. Uh, up until like nine overtimes, they're fun. Up until nine's the cutoff, and then it's just <laughs> it's, it's over. Just do a coin toss at the end of We that. cannot get to double digits. <laughs> nope, not allowed. And just go, moving on to the transfer portal, we have some news from Caleb Williams. He is rumored to be favored favored to go to Wisconsin. Wild. Yeah, where did that come from? Like, for real. Like, I felt like it was always USC and Georgia was Georgia. Thing thrown around. Especially after Slovis left at USC. We were all yeah. like, oh, you know. like And Dart. Yeah, and Dart. And everyone's, everyone's like, okay, this is a shoe-in. So now is Trouble in Paradise? In Los Angeles? And give Wisconsin a true quarterback. I don't think – I cannot name a true playmaking quarterback from Wisconsin over the past, like, 20 years. Big Ten quarterbacks are so funny. Like, are we going to get Martinez again this year? Or is he still in Nebraska, or did he transfer? He transferred. Oh, dang it. I where's he at? He'd been there with, like, 20 – he played there no less than 20 seasons, right? I think he, he went Big 12. <laughs> did he go Big 12? He stayed Power 5, I'm pretty sure. I can take a look for you, but you can carry on, and I'll, I'll, take, I'll check that out. Uh, but, I mean – Big Ten quarterbacks, like you, are either really fun to watch or the most boring quarterbacks on the field. Kansas State, by the way. Kansas State. Yeah, it says uh, Nebraska got Casey Thompson from uh, Texas. That's right. Scott Frost making a splash. (laughs) Scott Frost is a good 
coached. I will say that is an improvement. At, <laughs> I think that is an improvement at quarterback for Nebraska. I will say. I think so too. Adrian Martinez, he's talented, but he's not near the quarterback that he was hyped up to be. And he's we almost Tom Brady's age, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that quarterback from Kansas Kansas State that's been there for like thirty years? Now you're asking me questions I can't I can't answer. This is what we got Zach Card for. You're my Big Twelve guy, dude. I am your resident Oklahoma State West Virginia guy, and I could not tell you anything about the West Virginia program. Go Mountaineers! As I'm sitting here wearing Sconeers. My family will love to hear me say that. You got it over there. Uh, is it Skylar Thompson? It's Skylar. Yeah, Thompson. he, he was there been, forever. He has been there for years. Names that don't leave college football. Uh, you, honorable mention. Uh. Jeez, come on now. Hunter Harrison. Renfro. Hunter Renfro, thank you. I was about to say Clemson, wide receiver. Skyler Thompson. Renfro was putting up some nice numbers for my fantasy team this year, though. Oh, dude. He, um, mine, too. Uh, Hot Rod was at Georgia for a while. Uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah. Rodrigo Blankenship, I like he was yeah. there for six years. That fullback that played at Bama, that would play for the Titans for a while, I cannot remember his name. Mm-hmm. He, he, was, he, was, he started there, like, day one, and he seemed like he was never leaving. I, sure. I'll, I'll take your word for it, man. Yeah, like, and uh, three names that I still I've not heard anything really about besides like Jackson Dart, Traylon Smith is also in the transfer portal now, running back from Arkansas. Yeah, uh, which was weird, by the way. Yeah, I did not. I was not expecting that. It's kind of a big loss. It is it a big really loss is. for Arkansas. Uh, but he was their second leading rusher behind, I believe, KJ Jefferson. Well, I mean, KJ Jefferson's a stud. We knew this. He, he literally has mini Cam Newton. Uh, JT Daniels still in the transfer portal. Not heard anything about him. I thought he was a package deal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was actually comedic when the, him and uh, – what was the Georgia wide receiver just committed to, uh, to Alabama? Uh, Jermaine Burton. Jermaine Burton. Him and Jermaine Burton were like, yeah, we're a package deal. And then Jermaine was like, mm, never mind, I'm going to Bama. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jackson Dart, I think, is narrowed down to at least two. I know Ole Miss is on his radar. Well, I would think Ole Miss has to go get a transfer quarterback this year. I thought – you guys, Colin, Zach, y'all tell me, and we talked about this before. I thought – we thought Dylan Gabriel was a shoe-in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That seemed like the favorite for sure. But now he's going to – I would think Dart would have to have – there's got to be a selling point for Kiffin, right? Like that's, yeah. There's got to be an argument. Uh, I think playing for Kiffin is a selling point. I, yeah. I cannot think of a player that, that like would hate playing for Lane Kiffin. He is a player's coach. Maybe someone who's a big fan of clipboards. Maybe that's someone who would not People like to People that play. have to like remake the one he keeps breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy, the poor dude that just has to like keep getting Lane Kiffin clipboards. Remember, there was another team that had their eyes on Jackson Dart, but I'm I'm just I'm just so heavily into him going to Ole Miss because I think he'll just he he pick up. Hey, did you know Ole Miss wears powder blue? Oh, dude, I'm so sick of powder blue. <laughs> I loved it at first, but then they just keep doing it, making an alternate uniform. <laughs> now it's just their home uniforms, dude. I'm sick of it. Fair. I'm all right, sorry, I got you off the off the rails. Oh, no. You brought up a point that I already got mad at. <laughs> I already <laughs> argued with you about it earlier. This up morning. next on the exclusive version of Tank Talks Football, <laughs> Tank Uncensored. <laughs> and uh, also, so Bryce Young won the Heisman. I wasn't able to talk about that on the show. Uh, the most boring Heisman winner of all time. Yeah, I think by far the worst of the past twenty years. <sighs> it's hard for me to say worst. Ah. Uh. It's easy for me to say most boring. I don't feel like he added anything to that team. I, 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 I have a very unpopular opinion for people that are probably listening to this show. I, I think it was an earned Heisman. Uh, I don't think he was the best player on the best team. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, he's like a top three player on Bama. Uh, I think he's the second best player on, on I, I'd go – I'm guessing we're going Anderson at one. Anderson. Two, mm-hmm. I'm going Jamison Williams. Yeah, but mm-hmm. – Bryce Young looked very impressive in some moments, very underwhelming in some in other moments. But I I don't know the, the pool was not that good this year. No, it was a, an off year for Heisman candidates. Yes, it was. I mean, I'm still I'm still riding the Kenny the Kenny Pickett train. Kenny uh, Pickett's gonna look great in the black and gold next year, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean, the thing top two candidates going into next year are Bryce Young again and J T. Shroud. C J. Shroud. C J. Shroud. Why do I, J- I got JT Barrett. You're giving uh, you're giving JT, JT, you're giving standard old AJ Rivera treatment where you just call him different acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out AJ, honestly, what a trooper. Yeah, those two are definitely the top two, but I, I can't think of anyone else that I would have above the above them. I mean, they were clear one and two best, or well, not clear, but they were the number one and two quarterbacks in the uh, nation last year. Kenny Pickett, of course, not returning. He will be playing for an NFL team next year. Tars over there hoping for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't let him leave the Berg, baby. Don't let him leave. <laughs> uh, but I think the Trade Washington, up. <laughs> the Washington football team could also make a pick for him. <laughs> Trade up. And 
that would require the Washington football team to do something that involves making good GM decisions, which has not been their strong suit. Uh, Ron Rivera is a good, a good. Rivera's a good coach, but you can only. I mean, I, I guess he can over, overstep the GM. Yeah. Yes, he can. It's his team. Probably, sh- probably <laughs> really. should. He really should. And I also I made a pool of teams that I think can make it to the CFP next year. A lot of them are going to be a little bit funny, but I would like to get y'all's input on how likely this team is to make it. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I think I know where you're going with this, and I just want to watch Dylan and Colin's reactions. <laughs> so, one out of Bama, like I said. Clear. Okay. Revenge tour. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll make it. <laughs> Ohio State. Clemson. What Clemson? Clemson on a bounce back? Yeah, I think Clemson can bounce back. They were hot at the end of the year. In the ACC. Yeah. When their schedule got easy. Never mind. Their schedule's always been easy. <laughs> just and they just, always, just they go have, on. They always have a spot, dude. Just go on. USC. In his first year, you think that? Yeah. Tar's giving me a funny look, and I love you it. You think they make the, the playoffs the think, first year? I don't think in his first year. I think well, they're going to build something. I don't even something. know if they're going to be top three in the Pac-12. <laughs> it's a pool for a reason. I'm not saying this. How big is this pool? I have a lot this of This is not a saying. pool. This is a lake. <laughs> uh, so, Oregon, I'm guessing that's your top team in the Pac 12? Yes. Led by mm-hmm. former Auburn quarterback Bo Nix. I think that the Pac 12's most likely appearance in the CFP is with the referees again. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that bad? Like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> Go on. I'm listening. <laughs> I respect your opinion, by the way. You know uh, this. Yes, I know. <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, yeah, okay. is Dustin Bennett repeats. Yes, uh, <laughs> Wake Forest. Sam Hartman is returning. Is he? Yeah, he is. Okay. Um, no, but go on. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma State. Is Spencer, mm. Spencer Sanders returning? Yeah, Sanders is gonna yeah. have to. I don't think he has a stock. A new f- new defensive coordinator though. Derek, Derek Mason. Mason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Baylor. Baylor, yeah, for sure. Yeah, both those teams were pretty close last year. Yeah. I think there's something about Oklahoma State that wants me to retract them from that pool um, for the sole purpose of I just – I love him, but I just don't think Gundy's a big game winner. Uh, you've got to – they've got to win the Big 12. You're going to drop a game. The odds of winning Bedlam uh, in Norman are even with a downhill slide. Oklahoma State struggles. Um, it's – I think that they should be on the radar to win the the Big Twelve, but the question is like, is is Gundy going to be a big game coach? And can Texas also improve no. in year two? No, you don't, you don't think Texas could make a push in year two? No, no, not for not for a Big Twelve championship bid. No, and of course Oklahoma, I left off this list as well. I mean, they shouldn't be on anybody's radar for next year. I don't think so. Programs no. in shambles. Go from potential national champion, according to many analysts, to Bottom of the barrel, Big Twelve team. I don't say bottom of the barrel, middle of the pack. Yeah, they're middle, middle, yeah. Bottom of the barrel is just funny to say in coordinates to Oklahoma. <laughs> bottom of the barrel is almost as fun. It's one of those like things that's almost as fun to say as poverty program. Yes, it is. Poverty program. That's a fun term. I agree. And surprising team I didn't have on this list is Cincinnati. Even though you know, it's not surprising. Uh, yeah, uh, but I love my Bearcats, man. I I got to pose a question to you. You mentioned Ohio State. I think this is going to be. You guys call me crazy, Colin Zach. Go ahead. I think Ohio State may be the best team in the country next year. Uh, they're returning pretty much everybody. And, I mean, we watched – everybody watched that Rose Bowl at this, at this table. I think yeah. that they, they lost again to Michigan. They won't lose to Michigan this year. That won't happen. No. I'll go ahead and say that. Another you can go 20, ahead and year run. actually clip that and soundbite me and clown me next year if I'm wrong. And that's fine. I love getting clowned. It's actually hilarious. It's my favorite thing they do. Anyway. Um, I know. It's your past, favorite pastime. I burped <laughs> in class earlier today, and this dude laughed for 20 minutes. Um <laughs> But <laughs> I'll laugh now. <laughs> yeah, qu- question. I guess you're. Yeah, I, I recognize what time it is. But food for thought during the break. If Ohio State does not return Ryan Day, is that Fickle's? Is is, is Fickle making another playoff appearance with Ohio State? Yes. Yeah. Where would Ryan Day go? Uh, he's going to get an interview for the NFL, right? Probably. With so many openings, I would think so. I would think yeah, so. At least interviews. We're going to go for a short break. When we come back, we're going to look into Auburn's, I almost said loaded, but full QB room. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Tank Talks Football here in Wiggle 91.1 FM. Still got a loaded room. And speaking of loaded, Auburn's QB room. 
Loaded not meaning talent. Loaded meaning there's a lot of them. <sighs> and that we have a lot of depth going on right now. <laughs> I, I'm i going to let you guys field this one first. I like competition, but this might be a little too much. We have five guys all going for the same starting job. Holding Gariner's not going to even be in the conversation, actually. Gariner's not in the conversation. No, he'll redshirt his freshman year. I, I, I agree with that take, unless he just really shines. If he goes crazy for A-Day and, and spring ball, then maybe. But I think he's just redshirt. So Auburn's got five in the quarterback room right now, right? Mm-hmm. Five, I'm gonna, five potential QB1s. I, I, I understand. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was the yeah, – sure. Yeah, Grant Lloyd doesn't count. Grant Lloyd, he graduated. (laughs) Oh, okay. Grant Lloyd graduated. So, how many do we expect Auburn to have by A-Day? I have to say, I think TJ is probably number one on the probably gone list. Right, and I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, This this is a general question for the the floor. Does Auburn enter A-Day with five QB1s all jockeying for a spot? I don't think so. No, probably not. Is Auburn down to three by A Day? Not for that, I don't think so. So I think you we think, you think Demetrius Davis hangs out until A Day? I think D Davis, Calzada, Jariner, and Ashford are all there by A Day. I think TJ's gone before then. Okay, that was that was, that was just a question I've yeah. been I've been curious about. I personally think that two leave. That's just me. What, um, what's the other one? I know TJ's one of them, but who, who would you say the other one? I would think Demetrius Davis has got to get gone. Uh, yeah, and this is no, that's no testament to his skill set. Uh, I don't really think Auburn's necessarily given him the opportunity to show what he can do. Matter of fact, I, I know that. I'm t- t- typical, we can say that. Typical Auburn thing to happen. But, uh, I mean, you can't say typical anymore. I'm, not, I'm just saying this because it's under a new administration. Well, yeah, um, we don't know if Demetrius Davis was Harson's guy. Uh, maybe just, that just wasn't part of the plan. The biggest thing for me is – if Demetrius Davis is looking around, he knows he could start somewhere else. Uh, he's looking around the rest of this, this this QB room and going, you know, I think I'm better than these other guys. And I think a lot of us at this table think that he probably should start. Yes. Maybe yeah. maybe this season, but at least over, over half this room. What is keeping him on the planes and not entering, at least entering his name in the transfer portal? That's a good question because, I mean, I, I think it's strictly – he definitely has to look at this team and be like, I am the most talented quarterback on this roster, without a doubt. And I'm sure that's very factual. We've seen all these quarterbacks in action. Don't know about Jariner yet. Don't know about Jariner yet. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think Jariner right now I think has the highest ceiling out of all of them. Cause okay. Because I, I, I feel very comfortable with him leading the team in a few years. But right now I think this is D. Davis's team, but – I guess the coaches don't think that way going into the transfer portal for not one, but two quarterbacks in Calzada and Ashford. I think we knew that Auburn was going to try to go after more than one quarterback in the portal, though. I think that was something that we all kind of expected. Did not expect it to be the guy, Ashford and Calzada. (laughs) Um, I think that a lot of people, there's kind of this fabricated story that there's a real chance for Caleb Williams to come to the Plains. I don't think that was ever going to happen. I never bought no. that story. Um, it was a funny thing to say. Like, oh, we're going to get Caleb Williams. Yeah. It was good to believe, but yeah, wasn't. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, but. JT Daniels is still on the table. He's <laughs> got <laughs> another one. Another one. It's yeah, just too crowded, right? You can't go into spring camp with every one of your quarterbacks thinking they should be QB1 and have five guys. Yeah, because one of them eventually has to be five. You had to look and see your fifth on the depth chart. And you think you're starting caliber, because these guys are, for you, the most part. You cut it off at five. These guys are gonna look at the and be like, I'm three or below, because all of these guys have potential to start. I, I'm not too sure about Ashford. I didn't really he, I've never really seen anything about him. But I know he was from Huntsville, right? He's right. from Hoover. 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 It was four star, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yep. So he he definitely has potential there. I just don't know. He's I think he's definitely like. I'd have my QB5 out of these four, out of these five at least. I have my, my QB1, I'll just give you my quick list, is, is Demetrius Davis, followed by Zach Calzada. Uh, after that, I have Jariner. Uh, then I have Finley. Then I have Ashford. That's, that's where I'm at. So my ex- expectation is still not for Ashford to transfer. I think that that's just weird. I don't know another word to say. It's weird that yeah. he committed here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But – 
that's probably where I would list him. Obviously, Harson has a different vision. Otherwise, Ashford wouldn't have came, right? Mm-hmm. Harson, Harson had to have said something to Ashford to make him come. And Calzada to make them both come. But the question is, is there an upgrade? Like, is this an upgrade year? I don't think so. The only upgrade is progression. Like whatever progression these guys make over the offseason. Yeah. Are any of these guys good, better than Bonix right now? No. No. Not that I've shown anything to really. Because, I, I mean, I, you can also just go off potential, but then that's also kind of a iffy argument to make. I, I would put Bonix as QB1 over all these guys right now. I agree. Yeah, no, no doubt. doubt. And, I mean, I've ne- I was never impressed with Calzada at A&M. I mean, he just—he only had like two, three good games over the course with the team that is way more talented than Auburn. Agreed. Leagues, leagues more talented. I just was not impressed with this, and I'm—I'm—I don't think he's the should be the QB one unless he earns it, I guess. But we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. Move it from college ball to NFL ball. Going to start off. Tarm, I'll let you lead this little. Little thing. Oh boy. <laughs> Big Ben <laughs> retired this morning. I know you're so sad to see your QB leave. How you feeling? Can I make an opening statement before I actually go into the analytical part of this? Sure. Uh, personal message from myself to Ben Roethlisberger. This is ser- seriously and sincere. Thank you for 18 really fun years. Um, there were two Super Bowl, uh, two Super Bowl rings involved, three appearances. That Green Bay game, we lost everything, including the coin toss. So there's nothing I can do about that. But never had a losing season. Guy's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, no doubt in my mind. Uh, what he did at Pit- in Pittsburgh is something that, that will go overlooked and will be tarnished by his antics off the field um, in 2009, 2010. Um, and I understand that that's, that that's something that we should justifiably all you know be critical of. But from the perspective of someone who is a lifelong Steelers fan, you know, this is a bittersweet moment for us. We all wanted a change. Collaboratively, everyone in our, in our community, in our fan base, all of us self-proclaimed Yenzers, even though I'm from the South, I consider mm-hmm. myself a Yenzer at heart when it comes to pro football, wanted Ben Roethlisberger to announce that this is going to be the last year. This is going to be the last ride. And I almost hate we couldn't send him out in the sunset, into the sunset. This team was not built to send him off into the sunset, <laughs> riding off into the sunset. But at the end of the day, this was, this was good for all parties. Uh, we, Pittsburgh's not in position to have gone with any other quarterback this year. Mason Rudolph is certainly not the answer. Josh Dwayne, Dobbs? Josh Dobbs and Dwayne Haskins. We didn't have a good option in that quarterback room outside of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he had moments this year. There were, there were moments where you saw authentic Ben, and that's kind of been the, the trend the past four years. But we've seen authentic Ben at, at times when this team was clicking. But this is just it, – it, it was overdue. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that this, this era is closed. But I am kind of sad. Uh, as, as, a, as a Steelers fan, you know, I really got into football seven, at age seven or eight, and uh, that was right after we won Super Bowl against, against uh, Seattle. I've never known another quarterback of my, of my favorite team, which is wild. And not many people can say that outside <laughs> yeah, of – That must be nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it has been nice because for years, you know, Ben was our guy. And, and Ben was our guy this year. Um, and we knew that coming into, into, into fall camp, into mini camp. He, he, put, he put out a lot, of, uh, a lot of work and sacrificed a lot for, for the program. So I'd like to thank the Roonies and him. But on a serious note, good Lord, all, Pittsburgh's got to figure some stuff out this year. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, you don't claim Michael Vick as your quarterback? I think he was the – Michael Vick saved Pittsburgh's butt twice that year. <laughs> they should have kept him, man. Did he, go for, did he go from the Steelers to the Jets? Or yes, the Jets, the Steelers. Steelers, Jets. Jets is where he ended his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, Jet, that's where a lot of people go to die. Is the New York Jets? <laughs> Mark Sanchez would like a word. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where his career did die. It started off hot there, and then correct. Tom Brady's going there next, though. So that's okay. Yeah, I <laughs> bring them a ring. <laughs> it's one they doesn't have to sell us. And you know what? Before. Tom Brady can go to New York, and Pittsburgh will gladly take Zach Wilson. Good Lord. I just want anyone that's not Mason Rudolph and that puts us in a position to possibly start racially charged violence. And I said that on live air, which is fine, because what he did against Miles Garrett was just dumb. Yes, it was. I was just dumb. And uh, I am not proud that we kept him on the roster after that. So I bet a lot of Steelers fans are not either. Oh, we, we collaboratively hate him. Oh, yeah. With a passion. 
But I'd move on. We had the – I probably possibly say the best week of, in a, like, playoff football ever. Period. We had three game-winning field goals and then a game of the game of the century going into overtime. With Josh Allen, the Bills lose because – The overtime rules are so bad. Yeah, tell me about it. You're you know so you've got a Bills bad. fan in studio right yeah, now, right? Yeah, right here. I do. You <laughs> know that the, the Josh Allen was 9-0 and in coin tosses going into that game? Yeah. No, I've seen all those stats. He just couldn't have the magic one more time, man. Like, whoever won that coin toss is going to win. We all know it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of arguments said, like, don't give the Chiefs the ball with 13 seconds left. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. And a lot of people saying the overtime rules. A lot of pe- a lot of people agree that they suck, me included. But a lot of arguments are being that. I mean, just get a stop on defense. Yeah, easier said than done when you're going. Yeah, let me best, just the best quarterback. Let me in football just right now. dial up an extra football, literally extra time in football. Let me just dial up a great defensive scheme to defend Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that should be easy. Yeah, what I heard, I think uh, Jake Gonzalez said this is they should just make it like in basketball. Just give it like five minutes of like an extra quarter. I'd be kind of down, but then you can milk the clock, and then mm-hmm. there's that problem. But I'd also, be down. You can do the same thing yeah. in regular overtime. You can just milk out the clock, and then fair. Kick a field goal, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Fair. And uh, so now we have Joe Burrow taking <laughs> on Patrick Mahomes this Sunday. And also going to have Jimmy G taking on Gucci-gura. Matthew Stafford. And I know we're all pulling for the Bengals, right? Yeah. I mean, anything to save us from Jackson Mahomes at the Super Bowl is. <laughs> and whatever Je- uh, Patrick's wife's name is. Yeah, I forget her name does not matter to I me just, whatsoever. I'm just so sick and tired of seeing them on social media just, like, abusing fans. Before we go to a PSA, I just got to ask everybody, like, like, how is it possible to be such a likable person and have such an unlikable family? Yeah. It's like it's reverse of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. How can you be a dislikable person and have a likable family? Because I like Jordan Rodgers on uh, SEC Network. but I didn't Aaron Rodgers, you're speaking of the well-renowned Jeopardy host, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not the quarterback. No. I mean, I think he's better at Jeopardy host than he is at uh, winning championships. You got to go to OPSA now, bro. You got to go. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the back half of Tank Talks Football here on Wiggle 91.1 FM. Dory, get over there, man. <laughs> Colin just had an underrated comment before we came on the air. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> is it something you can say on air? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It was 100%. We were just talking about how uh, Aaron Donald trains with knives, and I learned that they were fake. And I said, oh, well, that's a little lamer. (laughs) (laughs) Now you see why I was laughing, man. (laughs) Colin got me geeking over here in the studio, in the Melton (laughs) Student Center. Uh, So this past year, we had, let's see, nine coaches get fired. Sounds about right. Step away, uh, as Sean Payton said. Uh, I know... One of us in here, me, wanted our coach to get fired. Uh, we have a Bears fan in here who... I'm a Steelers fan, bro. I never want my coach to get fired. I'm sorry. I'm not part of this conversation. Y'all had, like, what, three coaches in the past, like, 50 years? Yeah, and I it, I would run through a brick wall for Mike Tomlin. So That's He cool. also likes to contribute to the game by tripping players sometimes. So You want Matt Rule? No. I'm very happy with what we have in Pittsburgh. On, you guys man. understand. <laughs> So yeah, had, I'd love a good coach. <laughs> it rocks. <laughs> so we had Sean Payton step down. Brian Flores, who's probably the most shocking of all these coaches getting fired. Uh, Joe Judge, Matt Nagy, Mike Zimmer, Vic Fangio, Urban Meyer, and John Gruden all like deservingly got fired. And then David Coley from the Texans, I think, got the short end of the stick. I like how you just subtly – you just you guys notice how Tank just subtly slipped John Gruden in there and then like deservedly got fired. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Urban Myers is on this in the same boat as John Gruden. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not good people. Like, <laughs> should uh, never coach again. Like, <laughs> and some names I've heard thrown around. Uh, Dan Quinn got his name thrown around, which he he has announced he's staying with the Dallas Cowboys as their defensive coordinator. Oh, That's he announced that. Yeah, he announced it. This okay, morning. I saw he was interviewing some places until the Cowboys decide to fire Mike McCarthy and then clean house and then get Sean Payton. That uh, that might happen. Yeah, I, I just don't get that. I don't get I don't get Dan Quinn getting interviews. Why he, he was not that good of a coach for Falcons. Some guys are just meant to be coordinators, and he's one. I of them. mean, he brought him to the Super Bowl. Let's be real. The reason the Falcons lost the Super Bowl is because Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, yeah. But what if you are you going to use one year to 
uh, like based on the rest of them? A lot of what he did in Atlanta was impressive until the past couple of years. Like, there's like not a lot of talent on those Atlanta teams. Julio, great, yeah. Matt Ryan in his MVP years, great, yeah. Since then, that's a big one. But like, there's not a lot of the best defensive player on those teams was what Keanu Neal, Deion Jones, Deion Jones. And uh, the past year, uh, that corner, AJ Terrell from Clemson, who I think is going to Marlon Davidson, you're right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget, he picked off pick six on Tom Brady. The thick six. Hey, 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 that was lit. <laughs> uh, and Jim Caldwell is also getting rumored about some of the jobs, but I'm okay with Jim Caldwell. I think he kind of got – he like Dave Coley kind of got the short end of the stick, even though he brought uh, the Lions to the Super to the Super Bowl, the playoffs twice – in his uh, like tenure with tenure there, and he kind of got screwed over by a terrible organization. And I know the top two candidates right now for jobs are Brian DeBole. Yeah. Uh, and Brian Flores, of course. I know he's getting his name thrown around. What a firing, man. That was crazy. That was stupid. He won, what, nine games in a row? Yeah. Yeah, he ended on a streak. Uh, I mean, he started one and two. Two attack below is his quarterback. I said it. I said it. Yeah, we you're all not, agree. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. You're preaching the choir here. I completely here. agree. <laughs> uh, now, don't get me wrong. Two Attack of Blow is one of the better college football quarterbacks in history. Just did not correlate. No. I mean, like, yeah, so is no. Tim Tebow. So, y- y- you exactly. get the picture. Yeah. And I think Brian DeBole. De- 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 is it DeBole or Dable? It's Dable. Dable. Alabama offensive coordinator back in the day. Zach, our resident Bears fan, have you learned how to pronounce your head coach's uh, name Is it Eberfluss? Eberfluss. Oh, I got it. There you cool. go. So now you can. Now I'm you can on board with him now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Colts defensive coordinator. Now moving on to the Chicago Bears to be their head coach. I yeah. This is his first head coaching gig. Which was time. weird because I thought that was a Ryan Day job for sure. I don't like Ryan Day, so I'm I'm glad we didn't go. <laughs> you probably go shouldn't. Him. And I mean, the Chicago Bears are at their best when they are defensive oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to 1985, and that's about it. Uh, love you, Smith. Back yeah. in the. Early Jay 2000s. Cutler era. Oh, I'm so jealous you got to live through that. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good time. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, we didn't win too much, but it was fun to watch. It's funny if you look at two sports franchises. If you like, like look at their top five quarterbacks ever, Jay Cutler's on both their lists: the Vanderbilt Commodores and the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I'm just not impressed by that stat line. I'm sorry. Jay Cutler might be one at Vandy. It's, it's just funny. He's that two in Chicago, I think. I think he's two. Yeah. Who'd you have at one? Sid Luckman. Back in, like, the 50s or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I get you. I just want to put Jay Cutler at number one. <laughs> yeah, I was about to, and then I remembered. God, I love Jay Cutler. He also be in the Broncos' top five, could he not? No. He was, uh, he was pretty good. No, no, he would not. He might be no. five. No, no, no. no. The, the elitist Joe Flacco played for the for the Broncos, yeah. and that's number one. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give him two. I'll give you Peyton Manning. Yeah. John Elway, three. <laughs> yeah, Peyton Manning, Joe Flacco, John Joe Elway. Flacco, play, Peyton Manning, John Elway. <laughs> and then Jake Cutler. Yeah, Joe Jay Flacco Cutler. number one. You see? Collins on board now. <laughs> we got the Broncos fan on board with that. <laughs> oh, I didn't Drew Locke's got to be honorable mention, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, oh, Drew Locke at Paxton Lynch, and that was going to be yeah, fun. Yeah, that was, that was great. He played, like, he Brock streamed Osweiler. on Twitch. And Let's not forget about Brock Osweiler. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The Brock Osweiler, that contract, dude. That would hurt me right now. <laughs> we're getting to the point where we're going to have the jersey. We're going to have all the, the quarterback names. We're getting close to that. Oh, right? like the, the Browns level? Yeah. yeah. So we'll see if we draft. Or if we get Aaron Rodgers because we got the offensive coordinator from the Packers as our head coach. Yeah. Let me quote my boss at the Observer real quick about right. AFC quarterbacks right now. He goes, dude, he looked at me. We were, we were in the middle of just a really stressful layout and just you needed like a mental break. And he goes, dude, you know what I was thinking about? How fun the AFC is going to be. Think about all these quarterbacks. You got – you got Josh Allen. Uh, you've got Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Oh, Baker Mayfield exists. And then he kept naming off other AFC quarterbacks, and, I, and that was an underrated comment <laughs> because that's funny. Yeah. Joe Burrow uh, – not Joe Burrow, excuse me. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Wow. He might actually get his name added to the, to the list of that long jersey. That, yeah, like, I didn't happen. think he was the problem there, and then OBJ started going nuts for the Rams, and, and now like, we start Ooh. learning that maybe Baker Mayfield yeah. is the problem. Like, but he's he's all time commercial game though, right? Oh the yeah, aggressive. They're so bad, they're good. I love them. I like them. 
They make me happy I when like I see them. them. Almost as good as the um, parents commercial that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Parking lot conversation. Yeah. Those Had a really good parking lot conversation. Progressive's ads. Progressive's S tier ads. Yes. Yes. Because they've got the parents, they've got Baker Mayfield, and they still have Flo. Still Flo's a classic. They need to retire Flo. No. I'm so sick of Flo. Are you team Jamie? I'm I'm tired of them all. No. No, she's like a classic. You have to keep her around. Not at all. Uh, another funny name I've heard going around the NFL coaching talks is Mr. Jim Harbaugh. He, if he knows what's good for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your win against Ohio State and get out. Yeah, get yeah, out of there, man. But he's got four more years on his contract, right? He don't care. Raiders. I mean, oh. that that fits him. It does. it does. The pieces are there, right? Yeah, yeah they're Vegas. not a bad team. I mean, they're down a receiver. They, I was just say they need a <laughs> couple more pieces, but they're they're close. I mean, they were a playoff team this year, and they didn't even have a head coach, really. Yeah, they were a playoff team, thank God, because they almost tied with the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, and, Chargers blew and that And then let in the least deserving team in the entire playoffs. And we had fun getting blown out by the Chiefs. <laughs> Y'all made them run out of fireworks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a win. That was a moral win, moral victory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to the Jags, uh, they are... Brian Leftwich had his name as like he, they, people were already announcing it. We gotta talk about the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Do what? We have to talk about the Jaguars. <laughs> Leftwich, of course, was quarterback back in the day for the Jags. Now he's rumored to be their head coach, but they're also interviewing Vic Fangio, who let that man retire. Yeah, yeah. please let him live out his years. What if we just start rumors here on Tank Talks? They're like. Retired coaches are going to come back and coach for the Jaguars. I'm going to go start it out. I heard Tony Dungy wants a job. Ooh. <laughs> I heard Lou Holtz wants a crack at the NFL. <laughs> Spurrier said he was, quote, <laughs> interested. Oh. <laughs> uh, I heard Tommy Tuberville actually wants to be both on the Senate and coaching a football team. I mean, I think the, uh, there's that opportunity. <laughs> Call him a dual sport athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, I, what teams did I say Flores was talking to? Was it the Giants? I yes, mean, sorry, a, yes. It'd be yeah. a great hire. Yeah. That it'd would be, be a really good hire. Yo, y'all saw what the um, Giants owner said about Daniel, Danny Dimes yesterday? No, no what did he, he say? No, he was like singing praise to Danny. He was like, we have not given this kid an opportunity to play successful football. And for the first time in my entire life, I want to stand up and be like, mm-hmm. someone in the Giants ownership is taking ownership for once in our life. I don't think Danny, is, Danny Dimes is an, all, like a, you know, an all, all-star whatsoever. No. But you should be able to win exactly. football games with him. Yeah. Like that seems just atrociously bad. Yeah. And, right. and the fact that their ownership's at least stepping back and saying, like, we're committed to Danny, like, this is – we've not set him up for success. That's mature beyond the Giants' years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happens if you get rid of Dave Gettleman. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, us Panther fans are very familiar with Dave Gettleman. You know, letting Steve Smith walk, getting rid of Josh Norman a year out of, as soon as he got out of his best year ever, drafting Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, being a Panthers fan just doesn't sound fun, man, I'm going to be honest. No, that sounds awful. My favorite team in the NFL is the Carolina Panthers. My least favorite team is the Carolina Panthers because they break my heart every Sunday. <laughs> I feel like that's every fan's yeah. Yeah. Every favorite team, though. I mean, Except uh, for mine. I've just enjoyed not having a losing season. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a Rick Smith's class, and we were talking about uh, teams we're fans of, and I brought up the fact that I'm a, of course, Auburn Tigers, Carolina Panthers, and Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Oh, you hate yourself. I've had weeks where I've not. I've had weeks on end where I've not experienced a single win. I had no clue we had two Thunder fans in this podcast. Are you also a Thunder fan? Yeah, it's the sad existence, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and you're a Broncos fan as well. Yeah, <laughs> so we're in the same boat over here. <laughs> I'm a Hawks fi- fan, so I'm enjoying basketball kind of right now. And this year, not as much as last year. Yeah, but last year was good though. She was awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, like, fun little run there. <laughs> we weren't supposed to be there at all. Sarah. We were just like, you know what? Why not us? Like. <laughs> Uh, we're getting ready to go do a little break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about my favorite topic about in the NFL, the draft. That's oh everyone's favorite boy. topic, or a lot of people's. We'll be right back. Welcome back. we got 15 minutes left of Tank Talks football, and now we're going to talk about the NFL draft, which I am so excited for. Yeah. I mean, the draft's an exciting thing to watch for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and it gives Mel Kuyper something to talk about for <laughs> six months. Yeah. You know, people knock on him. Mel's pretty good at his job. Yeah. He, he's missed some this year. But in the past, Mel's pretty good. I'll say one thing. I hate mock drafts, and I'm going to make my own at some point. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why do they always do trades? It's so annoying. 
they they've made I last mock draft I read had I think like it's six part of trades. projecting things, but yeah. But si- like so last year, someone had like ten trades in the first round. That would have been electric. Then I would have watched the entire first round. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would have been crazy. crazy. <laughs> that would have been fun. Like there were two trades happening. I was like, you're just throwing in trades just to get like clicks. Why not? My it's thirty not. trade, <laughs> my NFL full thirty mock trade draft. mock draft where the Chiefs picked number one overall. Yeah. <laughs> Chiefs get Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me into my first question about this NFL draft is who gets picked number one? I know Thibodeau is like the favorite, but I've heard Aiden Hutchinson, Evan Neal from Bama, and a few other names. I would like uh, to ask quickly at the risk of sounding just dumb. Refresh me on who has one and two, what the order is. Uh, it's Jags, Lions, uh, Texans. Okay. This is for top three. And everyone's saying Thibodeau to the Jags. Wouldn't Hutchinson make more sense? I think even even Neil might make more sense. I'm not high on Hutchinson. Everyone makes sense for the Jags. Yeah, they just need everything. Yeah. It's like the Lions. I said that earlier. They don't need a quarterback. Well, yeah. Yeah. But. (laughs) (laughs) Two years tops. Jerry's still out on the greatest quarterback to ever play college football, right? Jared Goff. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Uh, So, I think Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau are, like, clear number one, two. Yeah. And they should be. Yeah. I think anybody that passes on Thibodeau, GM should be fired immediately. I would take Thibodeau at one. I would, too. Uh, like I said, I think I'd probably – Hutchinson makes more sense for the Jags in terms of immediate – obviously, they need everything, but immediate player needs. You just cannot pass on that talent with Thibodeau. It's going to make your team better. So, and I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, whoever whoever Jags pick, the other one is going to go to Detroit. And then, I guess, Texans. Which they both kind of have the same immediate needs. needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Texas is probably just going to go with Bama, Zoe Lyman, Evan Neal. Also a good pick. Yeah, that makes sense. Because everyone was because they got to protect their quarterback. <laughs> and I guess they're going to sit with Davis Mills for another year, unless they pick one late. You, you have to tank again, right? You can't oh. try to compete. They're not going to compete. So I mean, after you fire your coach after one year, I mean, yeah. I would like to throw my name in the hat for consideration as a Houston head coach. <laughs> I have carried the Detroit Lions to a Super Bowl in Madden. Yeah, I, think I do I've, work on I've, Madden NCAA. I, I think, think I've earned. Shot. I think I've earned my name to be in the portal somewhere. Uh, another thing I like to talk about in this draft is the quarterbacks. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I'd, I'd love to hear y'all's take on, actually. I have, I have this class as either the best class we've ever seen or the worst class we've ever seen. I have it as the worst or down there. It's, Maybe not the worst. I wouldn't say it's great. It's definitely not deep. Unless all these guys wind up being ballers. Yeah. That would be crazy. More That'd power be to them. Yeah. All of them have very high potential to be that. Mm-hmm. Who's the first quarterback off the board? Corral. I think Matt. I yeah. think it has to be Corral, right? Corral to WFT. Is Howell, does he still have draft stock? I think so. I don't like Howell. You get that man in O-line at UNC last year, they're up there in the ACC talk. Okay. I'm listening. That was like the one thing. But I mean, I'm mean, i not saying yes or no. I was just saying yes. <laughs> uh, no, Cor- but. I'm Corral listening. and Pickett are definite one and two off the board. So you mm-hmm. think Pickett but higher than Howell? I do think of Pickett higher. I like that too. I'm uh, I have Malik Willis actually higher than Howell too. I do too. Yeah, I feel like, but the thing about Willis is, if you pick him, you must you have to have a year to give him time to develop. That's First team taking a quarterback is going to be. I have Washington, probably Washington or Broncos yeah, if they um, want to reach a little bit. Yeah, Bronc. I so I have like a whole tier list. So we're giving up on Heineke after one year. Heineke for, after two years. I like Heineke. I do too. I'm He's an average quarterback. Is am I the only one that see flashes of Case Keenum? Oh, yeah. I'm a little biased towards Heineke because my mom taught him in middle yeah. school. So I kind of – I like you're, – you're, you're a Heineke expert. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I have biased <laughs> – No, I think that you are the most qualified man in this room to talk about <laughs> Heineke right now. Yeah, but I think Washington football team is definitely going to be the first team. Uh, Steelers are going to be the second team. And Sweet. I also have the Detroit Lions, the team that I think desperately needs a quarterback. Yeah. But they need, There's also they like, need so much that I don't know if they're going to be able to pick one. No, I think you just take golf for the next year and go for next draft. I guess. Uh, who's the top quarterback going into the next year's draft? Rattler? Uh, Is Stroud and Bryce Young not coming Young out? Young should be going in. Should he? And Sersha Stroud. Yeah. Next year should be kind of loaded. Yeah, next year should be all right. Mm-hmm. Or good. Spencer Rattler. <laughs> Watch Rattler ball out at USC this year. Probably will. I wouldn't be surprised. Shane Beamer's a mastermind. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Dude rocks. 
Uh, another team that I have that say I have could use a quarterback. I have the Panthers, Texans, Dolphins, and Broncos. Broncos, yeah. how we doing over there, buddy? You okay? I think no, but I, I do. I do think we'll take a quarterback in the first round. I don't think that Washington will be the first one to take it off the board unless they trade up somehow. I okay. think the Broncos will take a quarterback at nine. Matty Corral. I think it's either Corral or Pickett. I think it's got to be happy Corral. with you for those. Right? Yeah, yeah, you can't be upset. Uh, it's better than Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater at the the tandem. Yeah, but then we lose the Drew Locke memes. I don't. I don't need to. Lo- I can lose those. No, I, the rest of the NFL we need them, don't we, guys? Yeah, I'd love to laugh at those and you can look back at you the can Bears. Pick up Drew Locke off. Like, I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. If we're not gonna win, let's have fun. I don't see the Broncos out of the question. Just taking like Sam Howell here. Y'all do not have a good track record. That would be at nine. The most John yeah, Elway move. That would be. Well, George George Patton's the yeah. general manager now. But John Elway's a partial owner, right? Yeah. Okay, he, so he still has influence. Or Desmond Ritter. But he's just – he's not making the picks anymore. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I would say y'all are not going quarterback here then. Y'all <laughs> yeah, y'all are just not going to take a quarterback. Y'all are not going quarterback. Y'all are going – With the – what, what, what do y'all pick at? Nine. We pick at nine. The ninth pick in the 2022 NFL draft. Wide receiver five out of Northeast Southwest Community College of the Blind. <laughs> They're taking Shedrick Jackson. (laughs) 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 Kobe Hudson has entered the chat. Uh, Teams that I think just could use it for depth are Falcons, Saints, and... Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't think they need depth? At quarterback? I know you're talking about the Saints. He's about to talk to you about Jameis. Are you trying to tell me famous Jameis is not going to get a ring? I'm telling you that if he's not going to get a ring. I'm telling you that he's famous. Ja- if famous Jameis does not get hurt this year, the Saints, mind you, were on track to win like 14 games, probably be the one seed in the NFC, knock the Bucks out of the playoff picture entirely. And this dude threw 30 touchdowns and he couldn't see. <laughs> and then he threw three interceptions. And if y'all think I'm kidding, I'm just not. I'm all in on the Winston train. I'm not saying that they're getting a quarterback to like dethrone famous Jameis. I'm saying depth because if Jameis gets hurt again, they have Taysom Hill. They have Taysom Hill. Exactly. No. They give him seven million dollars. Yeah. A year. He's not a quarterback. To be a gadget guy, he's not going to be a whatever Taysom Hill is. And then if Taysom gets hurt again, Trevor Simeon. Let's run it. I don't know how you could say that. Former Broncos QB. Who that baby? (laughs) And the I forgot his name. Notre Dame quarterback last year. Ian Book. Ian Ian Book. (laughs) Books on the Saints. Yes, he is. Yeah. he, He. Remember he when he they all had COVID. That's right. He was calling the plays. He was doing the substitutions yeah. for the Saints as like he was like being a coach instead of a quarterback. All right, COVID stinks. We agree, but that rocks. That was that the was best moment. That, that rocks. Was awesome. <laughs> Next time they should ask if we can call the plays. Dude, like the uh, FC. So whatever the fan control football league. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Johnny's league. Yes. Uh, Actually, jo- it's Johnny's uh, league. Uh, mm, he does all the funny voiceovers. John Boy? No. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember I can't his, name. his name. It'll come to me later. Anyways, go on. And lastly, I have, you know, I know my my roommate Bark. His heart was his heart was a little broken this past weekend. I mean, yeah. Titans fan. And I think they should be looking at quarterback at some point. I you're trying to tell me Ryan Tannehill's not top five. I'm telling you that Ryan Tannehill is probably not top like twelve. Well, I agree. They could think about it. Hey, Marcus Mariota's looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> His name get thrown around a lot yesterday. He was, I he heard that he trending. might go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> if y'all just pass on Pickett, just get Mariota. I'm down. Like I said, if we're not going to win, let's have fun. <laughs> and then you know what? If you want to have fun, go Johnny Manziel. Screw it. More TikTok dancing. More <laughs> TikTok dancing. Oh, so you're bought in? If we're not going to win, let's, let's clown With ourselves. With the 20th pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers take Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> 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 Fringe Lord, Kansas TikToker. City. <laughs> Kansas City. <laughs> and so, talk about the QB class. I know we get to say it's either going to be really good or really bad. One thing we can't agree on is this is probably the most loaded wide receiver class we've ever oh seen. Oh, my gosh. So deep. Yeah, it's crazy. We could see, like, five to six receivers go first. Do round. any of them TikTok dance? Because if so, we're interested. <laughs> Not that I know of. Dang it. But there's some well, names. Pittsburgh can't take one. We have both Ohio State guys, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Bama wide receivers, John Mechie and Jamison Williams. USC guy, Drake London. George Pickens, I've heard. I guess he declared. I, I must have missed that. Epic. Someone's got to teach him how to run a route. <laughs> Traylon Burks. His hands are incredible, though. 
Traylon Burks, Wando Robinson. Jesus, class is loaded. David Bell from Purdue. And Justin Jefferson again because he's tired of Minnesota. <laughs> he wants the rookie of the year again. <laughs> he wants another <laughs> shot at it. He's, he's Run the, it back. He's the new Ben Simmons. And lastly, I have J- Jahan Dotson, who we all know from Penn State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're familiar with him. Because we chose not to cover him for some reason. <laughs> Epic. Yeah, Steve, one of the best. If this class all hits, holy crap. Yeah, no kidding. Madden's yeah. going to be fun next year. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's not, if it's a good game, at least. But we're running short on time, so we're going to do our little AFC-NFC AFC, championship predictions. First up, we're going to go Bengals-Chiefs. Who y'all got? Go ahead, Colin. I got the Chiefs. I mean, I think the Bills were the best chance to knock them off now. I think they're probably going to get another bowl, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree with that. I thought the whole week, I was like, whoever wins this Bills-Chiefs game is going to go on and win the Super Bowl. And so I'm going to have Chiefs for the rest of the year. Right, to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Mm, interesting. I should take the Chiefs, but why not? Who day? Joey. <laughs> I really wanted to, talk to pick the Chiefs to jinx it. But, yeah. Uh, you've ruined it. I'm sorry. I mean, we're all going to be rooting for the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, why not? I'm picking Chiefs, rooting for the Bengals. Yeah. Why not them? That's been their mon- mantra all year. No team is more dangerous than a team that has nothing to lose. Uh, The Chiefs' defensive uh, pass rush is pretty dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Must I repeat myself, Joey? Go on. And move on to the NFC Championship. We got the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Matthew Stafford-led L.A. Rams. Colin? And then I think they, they split in the regular season, right? No. Niners swept. Niners swept. Well, I don't know. I think the uh, the Rams are getting their first win of the year. Yeah, Ram- the Niners. Rams get revenge in the playoffs where it, where it counts. Time for a Matthew Stafford Super Bowl. Give me the Rams. Mm-hmm. Give me the Rams to win it all. I like that. Give me the Rams as well. Matt, I love Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup won me a <laughs> won me a fantasy championship that apparently no one else cared about. Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> and Aaron Donald, of course. But that's all the time we got today for Tank Talks Football. We'll be back next week, Thursday at 1. Remember that. No matter what my intro and outro says, Thursday's at 1. And thank you all of y'all for coming. <laughs> Thanks for having us, man. Thanks for having me, man. All right, see all you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If you missed any part of the show, make sure to catch the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll be back next Wednesday at noon on Weagle 91.1 FM. You can follow the station's Twitter and Instagram at Weagle underscore AU for events, announcements, and more. If you can't make it to a radio, you can listen to our live stream at WeagleFM.com. As for me, come back next Wednesday at noon for more Tank Talks football.